Hey girl. Well, we're beginning to get close to the end of January and uh, today's episode, I want to ask you about sugar cravings. Have you committed to trying to kick sugar out of your life uh, at the start of January? Has that been one of your goals? Are you exhausted from giving it all your willpower to stop ever eating everything sweet and you can't seem to kick the, the sugar cravings no matter what you do? Well, today I want to share with you three keys to reducing those cravings to almost nothing. These keys are going to help you kick the habit and really shock you that you can do it so easily. So I hope you'll stick with me. Let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Okay, we've got to get one thing straight today, that willpower is not a tool for you to not eat sugar. Willpower simply will not do it. You know, it. this is something that I, it took me so long to learn. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that what is what is so wrong that I can't deny myself a dessert or a cookie or what, whatever it might be, I always would succumb to it and felt like I just didn't have any willpower. And it really comes down to skill power. It's not about willpower because it's going to fail us every time because our bodies physiologically are so much more powerful than our mind and our, and our ability to, to stop the behavior because our bodies, when they are, are telling us something, like the cravings can, ha- can happen. So that's really a sign, a biofeedback tool to help you figure out what's going on. So, you know, willpower really alone is not going to manage or even minimize your cravings. It just isn't. It is, you know, cravings are really info for your body. It's information that something isn't right. Something you're not giving your body something that it needs. And so in those moments of tired, stressed, you know, you're going to reach for what your body craves, like those comfort foods, those things that make you feel comfortable because your body's in a stress mode or it's it's just exhausted. And so there are, you know, you know, chances are if you're constantly craving sugar, you're not feeding your body correctly. And it really comes down to figuring out how you feed your body for what you need, not what some boxed kit tells you, what you what you need and then I mean it really truly will amaze you when your body is well fed those sugar cravings are very, very, very minimal. You might want a, a little piece of dark chocolate or something, but you're not having these constant cravings of, you know, making a cake and eating it all or or having, you know, dessert every single day. You're not going to be craving that. And it really comes down to that. So I want to give you three keys to really kick this habit. And if you put these into practice, I guarantee you, you will see your cravings change. Your body craves what you give it. And this is truth. So the number one thing, and I've said this over and over and over again, and 
I can't express it enough that prioritizing protein is your number one. And, you know, you might be somebody who's like, I'm just so sick of hearing this. I'm so sick of hearing somebody say prioritize protein. Well, as women, we naturally do not get enough protein in what we're eating every day. And it has to be an intentional effort of getting the amount of protein that's going to give us that, that satisfied feeling, that full feeling, and being able to do that all throughout the day, starting with meal one. Being able to start your morning with a high protein breakfast, you know, making sure that you're getting, if you can get some, some fiber in there, some vegetables, like if you're making an omelet or you're making an egg bowl with egg whites and regular eggs, or you've got some avocado in there, maybe some black beans, some fiber. Being able to start your day with 25 to 30 grams of protein is going to be the right way to start that. I like to start my day with a protein shake. Uh, I do double scoops of a scoop and a half with a I say a serving and a half of protein powder, and I add almond milk, I add frozen berries, I add a frozen kale or, or spinach, the protein powder, maybe some chia seeds to get some healthy fats in there. And that's how I start my morning. And when I don't start it that way, it if I don't get that protein right away, like if I just eat oatmeal, it's the rest of the day really is a struggle. And so, so important, you know, as women, we typically reach for these convenience foods because we're so, so overwhelmed with all that's on our plate. So we're just reaching for convenience foods. However, convenience foods can work to our advantage if we're doing the right thing. So there are a lot of convenience proteins out there. You know, if you like tuna, there's tuna packets. There's, there's chicken that's already, already cooked, already made. It's in the fresh food section. If you just put that on top of things. Now eggs, you can always make those ahead of time and do like hard boiled eggs, but eggs really don't take but like two minutes to cook. It's so quick. So you just have to get over this idea that I really don't have time, but you will have time if you, if you make the time. Good sources of protein really make it hard for you to end up craving things later in the day. If you are, if you're getting that protein throughout your meals, maybe you're doing a breakfast, maybe you're doing a mid-morning snack. Every single meal you eat should have some protein with it. You shouldn't just have a carbohydrate because you're not going to satisfy that, that craving. You're not going to satisfy that hunger by just having a carbohydrate. You're going to burn it off very quickly. You're going to be even hungrier maybe after you finish that. So making sure that you're not just eating a simple carb if you're snacking you know, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt that's that's got lots of protein in it, making sure that's not full of sugar. It's not good. So uh maybe it's maybe it's deli meat. Maybe it's deli meat without the nitrates. You know, wrap that a piece, wrap that around a piece of of string cheese. You know, get some protein in your day throughout your day. And I guarantee you if you prioritize that, things will begin to change. Secondly, prioritizing veggies. This is another thing. We don't we don't eat enough vegetables. We should be shooting for maybe four to six servings a day. A serving would be like a, a cup of greens, whether that's salad greens, that's a cup. And that's really, you know, a handful maybe of salad greens, kale, spinach, whatever you like, romaine, whatever you like for salad. And I'm, I'm taking like at least two handfuls of greens to make my salad. And, you know, a half a cup of, say, zucchini, that's the serving, half a cup. 
So being able to incorporate four to six servings of vegetables in, in your meals is going to also add that fiber and fullness. And what happens is you're, you are getting the nutrients that your body is craving. Like we are so malnourished. It's crazy how to, to, to think if we are living the standard American diet, like we're just so malnourished. Our bodies are not well-fed and women, especially as we age, hormones begin to come into play. And we are, we are just fighting against the fact that if we're not feeding our bodies well, we'll never get to that place where we'll start to feel well. And so shooting for that four to five servings, maybe four to six, you really can't overeat these. So find vegetables of all kinds of variety. There's so many out there and begin to mix those, mix those into every meal, every, every snack that you have to try to get four to six servings a day. All right. That's number two. Number three is prioritize hydration. Making sure that you are shooting for, you know, drinking that water. Maybe, you know, everybody's kind of got a different opinion about this, but making sure that you are constantly drinking water throughout the day. Maybe 64 ounces is good for you. Maybe you like to drink a gallon. Maybe you hate water. If you hate water, maybe you need to get maybe some electrolyte packets that are sugar-free. Put some electrolyte packets in there to help you stay hydrated. You know, hydration should not come from coffee. That's a stimulant that's got caffeine in it. That's going to affect your hormones. And so you, what you want to do is if you're a coffee lover, sure, have, have your coffee in the morning, but then try to try throughout the day, try to stay hydrated. It's going to help you with your mental clarity. It's going to help you just feel better. It's going to help flush your body, keeping that water coming through. It's going to flush your body of toxins. And so super important to stay hydrated. St certainly try to minimize any sugar drinks that you're drinking. You know, if you drink two or three a day, maybe you back it off to one or two. If you're drinking one a day, maybe you switch to seltzers. I, I have switched to those. I used to be at Diet Coke every single day. I haven't had a Diet Coke in about six months and I really don't even have a desire for it, which I was like fiending for it every single day. I'd come home from work and like, I would just straight go to get a cold Diet Coke. It's like my fix. And I don't do that anymore. I do, however, like the seltzers. There's so many different seltzers out there. You can even add your own twist to it. Add a lime, add a lemon. I love lime in mine just to even make it more fun, a more fun drink. But, um, you know, learn to, to change your palate. When you begin to change your palate, the cravings don't come nearly as quickly as they would if you are drinking sugary drinks. So using those seltzers with ha have no sugar, adding some lemon or lime, those can give you that feel that you're having something satisfying. It tastes good to your palate. And before you know it, you're not reaching for those sugary drinks anymore. So, you know, when these keys are really put into practice, I do truly believe that your body is going to respond in a way that's going to completely shock you, but it takes effort and it takes planning and it takes intention. And so let's review here. Number one is prioritize protein. Number two is prioritize veggies. And the last one is prioritize hydration. Really being mindful to do these is, is going to really change and shift how your body wants and desires sugar. It will, it will work, but do your body a favor. Just try this for five days. Just simply make sure you've got everything stocked in your house. 
got lots of veggies. You got protein sources that you can use for, for snacks and for your meals. And just do it for five days and see how your body responds. And I would love to hear how this has worked for you. So try it for five days, do a little evaluation, pre and post, and then email me, Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. I would love to hear how you experienced or what you experienced in that five days. Um, some people go through sugar withdrawal. Some people have headaches. Some people have body aches because you're stopping this constant flow of sugar. I know, I know I did. I certainly had headaches of, you know, trying to cut this, cut this back. And you just, if you can just gut it out for those five days, see where you're at, and then maybe it can challenge you to continue. So let me know how you did. And I would love to, to, to even encourage you to keep going, but this is really important for you. If you want to kick the sugar cravings, willpower will never do it. And that is a fact. So take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.